Welcome back. Second half of the People Show coming to you live from the Kintec studio. Chime into the show as well, 650-650. The Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. Busy segment here. We got Barclay Parnetta joining us in about uh, 10, 12 minutes. The People's GM from your Vancouver Giants home opener tonight for your Giants. So here on these airwaves, 6 o'clock pregame show with Greg Ballack. Nathan Cantor, Bill Wilms on the call tonight, plus the postgame show with Greg Ballack as well. We'll talk to Barclay. Big news for them as well. Another member of their ownership group joining. We'll touch on that with Barclay, plus uh, everything that they got going on for home opener tonight over at the LEC. Uh, make sure you're getting connected with the Vancouver Giants. Also, guys naming dudes, don't don't got to be a guy to play along, but we'll give you a prompt in about uh, 15 minutes of what we're talking about today. Had a lot of fun talking about Bears wide receivers yesterday. Just just think of a Chicago Bears wide receiver. That was a lot of fun last week. We'll do some uh, some more this week coming up. Uh, but before then, you want to hear from your, your Vancouver Canucks head coach, Rick Tockett, stepping off the ice over at training camp on day two. How did it all go down? Well, like, like you know, you know, as coaches, like some good things, some bad. But um, you know, um, I thought the second group in the second session uh, kept the same pace, which was good. Uh, but it just reiterates what I'm saying about good habits. But you, you know, we started changing slow. We got it right from camp, do the right things, and I thought we did somewhat good. But then there's some slipping, so it's hard to do. It's just, uh, I think there's some things that's not natural for certain guys that we got to get it out of them, and that's that's why it's September what 24th, and that's why we got to be on them. Is our focus today a little bit different from yesterday? Do you guys change and kind of? Yeah, breakouts and uh, more of the uh, neutral zone floor check was introduced. You know, did a lot of breakouts even early in the morning um, or the first session. Uh, then more floor checking. When you have a lot of bodies, it, you know, especially in the neutral zone, what we're trying to do, it could just take one guy to go the wrong spot. So you got to be careful that don't you over criticize people because you know some guys are not used to the system. So um, we'll probably dive in even more as we get less bodies. But it's, that's the hard part because you, you know you got 50, 60 guys, and not everybody knows the system or, or knows where to go sometimes. So it could screw the drill up. Yesterday, I think you said you had to be convinced to play a lefty lefty with Hughes, and today Carson Susie, what convinced you? Well, I just wanted to switch around, uh, just kind of by committee, give it a look type of thing. But, um, you know, we'll see how it goes from there. We'll talk to, you know, we always evaluate the coach. We have a meeting and we'll see, you know, I like listening to guys. Hey, what do you think uh, with certain things? Like I said, I'm not a huge lefty-lefty guy, but we'll see how it, it plays out. How many guys, I think you have 20 defensemen here. How many will you get a chance to play with <laughs> Yeah, I know. Well, they all want to. I know that. Uh, that's a good point. I don't know. Be honest with you, but um, it's a, it's a situation where you know, especially early, if you want to try things, do it now. But I, you know, I'm not going to be experimenting for three weeks. I mean, we got to make sure we get someone there. Um, and like I said, you know, the guy that's going to be there, you know, it's got to be might be two guys. You know, you know, usually plays you know usually about 23, 24. We'd like to get him about 20, 23, 24 minutes. So, you know, the guy in that spot probably have to share responsibility. He played uh, a fair bit with Luke Shen. Yeah. But really hasn't had sort of an everyday partner since Chris Tennant, which was a while ago. Yeah. How important do you think it is to find an everyday partner so there's some continuity for him? 
Well, I mean, it's, I mean, of course it's important, but, uh, you know, I think there's a committee here that we can do the job. You know, we're always looking, you know, uh, you know, you're always looking, but it's hard to, it's hard to just go get another, you know, another right-hand shot that plays 26, 28 minutes. Like, it's hard to find those, but we have capable defense that can do it by committee. It really is. Like, every team wants them, right? 32 teams, but, uh, you know, we, we got a committee of guys that can do the job. Rick, you have just uh, six preseason games with all the stuff you're trying to implement. Yeah, more more it'll be near the end. You know, mostly game four and six you'll see most of the guys. Most of the guys will get a you know game in. But um, yeah. Uh, I've decided the exact number whether they play three or four, but it'll be somewhere in that range. Can, can you um you have eight goalies in camp and what what's the backup situation? How is that gonna play? Well, we acquired Casey Smith, who's a you know, you know obviously an NHL capable defense, uh, uh, defenseman, a uh, goalie. You know, he's uh, he's done a great. He, I thought he did, played really well in Pittsburgh for uh, the Penguins. So uh, he's a very capable guy, and it slots every and, and seal us. You know how much we love that kid, um, and then all the, the younger goalies. It just slots everybody, and so guys will get their ice time. Um, so yeah, definitely Casey's a guy that well, that's why we acquired him. much. There's been in the first two days of camp. Does that change anything about what you're looking for at a scrimmage tomorrow in terms of implementing some of what you've um, been working on versus the head-to-head competition you usually expect to be highlighted at a yeah. scrimmage? Yeah. See, I look for I look for the more our staples like with the stuff I want to see guys. Uh, I'm more concerned. Some system. There's going to be some breakdowns. I'm not really concerned about that. I, I think we'll get that as it goes along. I'm just, for, you know, like I said, a lot about. I'm looking for our staples. I'm looking for guys to change hard. I'm looking for you know guys to chip the body. You know, uh, I'm looking for like good energy out there. That's what I look for. You know, yeah. If a guy makes a wrong read, I'm less inclined to be mad at that. It's more. It's more the effort and the staples that we preach around here. Uh, that's what I look for. And I, and I, I swear, I, I saw the young tournament, young guys. I saw a lot of the kids do those staples. So I credit, the, like I said, you guys, development and Jeremy Colton preaching that what we're preaching. For the fans that are coming tomorrow, like, will all your stars scrimmage? Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. Yep. Any update on Ilya? Um, good possibly tomorrow. You know, I, I haven't talked to him today. But uh, there's a good possibility here it'll be in, in tomorrow. Spoke not scrimmaging, no. Mark Colson is speaking a lot about being uh, confident and smiling and coming yeah. to the rink with a good attitude in that, in that sense. Is that that kind of what you've been telling him to try to kind of boost him up? Yeah, he's he's a he's a great kid. He takes everything literally, though. You tell him something, and then that's all he thinks about. So he's got to. I like him to play as much as I want to play him. Rec- I want him to be out there reckless. You know, play, have fun, play reckless. I think that's what is best. When he thinks too much, I think he gets into trouble. So that's 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 on me to get him to relax. But I've liked him so far. You know, and uh, he's just a pleasure to coach. The kid, the kids. Terrific, uh, terrific kid. He, he worked his ass off this summer. Now it's just to relax and, like I told him tonight, like he's got to be not to be afraid to talk out there. You know, like don't be afraid to tell. You know, uh, hey, you go to the net or something like that. I think sometimes they're naturally quiet. Those young guys, and you know, we're a naturally quiet team, and we got to get you know we got to get a little bit more verbally done with these guys, more communication, which will come. I think it was we got to let the personality come out of these guys. Similar terms you talked about Hoaglander and the show energy. Did you still see that energy today? Yeah, he's got a good, lot of good energy. You know, there's just, I thought I thought that line is, I mean, they're so creative. Uh, now the next level is when to be really creative and when to make sure that, you know, 
you're doing the right things without the puck. That that's really what's going to come down to those guys is when they don't have the puck, are they making the right reads? Um, but I thought I thought the offensive zone they, they had some good good chemistry. Other PD too. Those guys being Pope Leonard, but Colson in particular. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, well. The biggest thing, though, I want him to play reckless too. Hug Leonard. Now, when he doesn't have the puck, I don't want him to play reckless. There's a little, there's a difference. Now he's got to know where to go in certain situations. Who's his man? You know, in the slot, is that my man or not? Like he, he that's the stuff that he's got to really dial up. And I thought he made strides in Abbotsford. Um, you know, um, and I think, or even the last couple of years, I think he's made strides. How challenging can it be for a young offensive player to learn that part of the game? And, and is it often something that, that takes a little while for guys when they break into the NHL? Yeah, I think that's the hardest thing with play without the puck. You know, with the puck, with the puck, obviously he's very good and he's shifty, and um, and, and guys like him. It's situational then, right? Do I turn up at the blue? I'm tired. Do I make a play through the middle? No, right? That's not the time to do it. Um, and when I don't have the puck, when I track back, where am I going? Those are the things that we really got to hone in on him. Um, and to be an everyday player, you have to have that, you know. Um, so that's why. And, I, and the other guy is Kuzi. I think Kuzi's been one of our better guys. Like, he really looks good out there for me. He looks really in shape. Um, and he's, you know, the odd time he'll forget, you know, just to back check. But then he yelled and just one time and he does it, you know. Last year it took me about four times to yell. I'm not, now I'm down to one, and and uh, he's been great. I, I can't I can't give I give him that kid a lot of credit. He looks good out there, really good. That's uh, some of Rick Tockett. There's uh, some more to it, but uh, we're short on time here. More thoughts, I'm sure, on the way with uh, Canuck Central. Dan Riccio, Satyar Shah, live from Victoria. Uh, it's coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, some interesting points there. You know, it, it's going to be fascinating to see the dichotomy between you know the, the the structure elements and you know he mentioned there you know working on some of the breakouts and neutral zone four checks you know rigid philosophies that i'm sure rick Tockett wants to uh, have followed specifically and then also goes to mention you know he wants some of the personality come out of these guys so interplaying the two of hey some for me and some for you as well you play our way and then you can play your personality into the way we want to play uh that's you know it's it continues with the the theme of the vancouver canucks right now trying to thread that needle as they thread the needle of their roster construction right now rebuild retool what do you want to do they're kind of trying to do both at the same time seems like rick Tockett trying to bring that philosophy on the ice as well there's a certain way we want to play uh but you can certainly showcase your skill and your own personality through that and i've mentioned this too talked about it last week we're, we're all worried about the goal-scoring production of Andre Kuzmenko and the shooting regression. That's going to happen. You can't shoot 27.3%. It's going to regress. But will the goal production dip along with it? And the point I was making last week, if he gets more minutes because he's in shape, do you earn the trust of the coaching staff and get a full-time spot next to Elias Pettersson on power play one all of the time? And is that how you fight off that shooting regression and still maintain the same level of goals if 27.3 dips down to 20 to 18 but you're playing more and you're shooting more hey one way to stay on the ice be in shape make sure you're back checking uh interesting to see rick Tockett uh drop a shout out for andre kuzmenko again more thoughts on the way uh from day two of camp hopefully you're got a chance to go over there on day three scrimmage power play work all on the way uh for the vancouver canucks at training camp 
But uh, still, a couple of weeks away from it getting real for the Vancouver Canucks. Although this Sunday, they'll be playing a preseason game. But it's uh, it's real for our, our other good friends, the Vancouver Giants. You'll hear it tonight on these airwaves. Gets going at 6 o'clock, puck drop at 7. You'll hear the pregame show. Nathan, Greg, Bill Wilms, we'll all have you. And uh, the designer, the architect of it all, the people's GM, joins us, Barclay Parnetta. Bark, how are you doing? The Art Vandalia of the Giants. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so excited, you guys. I can't wait. It's it's. You know what? I'm giddy today. It's game day. It's been a while. I'm excited. We've had a lot of changes. We've got some really young kids that are really exciting to watch. You know, I can't wait to get this going. Uh, we we call you the the people's GM. Should we call you the property GM after the big announcement yesterday? Well, yeah. How about that? Awesome. That's so cool that uh, a person sort of. Uh, a local guy that grew up in town wants to sort of give back. I'm really looking forward. I actually haven't had a chance to meet him yet, but uh, I'll have a chance tonight and perhaps maybe even a, a chance to have a, a lunch or dinner here with uh, uh, the ownership group and our coaching staff before he gets to the town. Uh, people didn't hear Property Brothers uh, Drew Scott joining the Vancouver Giants uh, ownership group. The already esteemed group uh, gets one larger. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, a fantastic announcement. And uh, just another uh member of the brain trust that uh, has put off some fantastic seasons for the Vancouver Giants. Again, things uh, get real tonight. Uh, so Barkley, you mentioned you're excited. Like what are you revved up about outside of just opening day, uh, home opener? Uh, but, but what in particular has got you uh, fired up? Well, just a little bit of a new era coming here. Mm-hmm. Like we have a lot of new talent that are sort of being infused. We've had some changes, you know, uh, Manny Viveros is behind the bench now. We've added a, another video and skills coach, and, and so far we, we've been connecting quite well on the level of sort of the uh, same philosophies and really looking forward to sort of working together and watching this grow this year. I, I think that we're definitely on the uptick here. So uh, I think the, the days of uh, us fighting, I think we're going to be the up-and-coming team here in the next couple of years. There's no doubt about that. Uh, VancouverGiants.com slash tickets if you want to grab something for tonight at the Langley Events Center. Uh, you mentioned kind of this new era, but you have a lot of returning players. Is it 15 or 17 that are coming back? We do. We, I actually don't know the exact number right. at the end of the day. And now it's a little skewed slightly because we're, we're still currently carrying five 20-year-olds. And right. at the end of the day, we, we have to get down to three by October 10th. So, But, uh, you know, the only the, we'll have a couple guys nod in the lineup tonight that would be returning. You know, Sam Honzik, Jane Lipinski, and Mazden Leslie are all still at their respective NHL team camps there. And uh, Mazden Leslie's with the Maple Leafs, and, and he's been kicking he's been able to stick around there for a little bit longer than some of the other kids that we had go to camps and other kids in the league so that, that's great for him and but uh, it's given the opportunity for these other guys especially some of the younger guys to sort of really show us what they have without sort of being stuck behind some of the older veteran players that typically eat up a lot of the ice uh and, and during preseason uh, you guys weren't uh, shy on uh, filling the net uh, either uh good encouraging signs in preseason Definitely encourage. I think we're the second high scoring team in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, goals are hard to come by. That's a, there's a premium on goals in the league, and, and you want to play hard, you want to play right, but when you get the chances, you want to be able to finish. I think that the skill set of, of not, not just the, our group of kids, but all the kids that are coming in the Western League now, I mean, it's incredible what these kids are able to do skill-wise now. They're, they're just honing their craft so much all the time, 12 months a year, you know, working in their backyards, uh, kids like the skills. They watch the, the Twitter videos or, or whatever they call it now, X videos about 
the highly skilled guys doing the sort of funky things in practice and they try to emanate it. So uh, just really exciting where I, I really like where the game's going. I really do. High skill, but uh, must pull your hair sometimes. You're like, oh, just, just make the simple play, the Vancouver Giants structure that we want to see. Well, I've pulled out a lot of hair. If you sit behind me, you'll see that. So there's a bit of a nine iron wedge out the back of my head there. Uh, so three zero and one preseason. You mentioned the new coach as well. So starting to see the the designs fulfilled of what this looked like on paper. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's always evolving. The junior hockey is always changing. I, I think though that we're going to be a a slightly higher octane, up tempo pace team. I, we did play on our toes before, but. I think there was a lot of uh, one-on-one battles or that, that we sort of engaged in. I think that you might see a little more flow with Manny and, and with the type of style that we're going to be playing here and, not, and the type of kids that are coming through. I, I think that we have the ability to do that. And I think it's going to be a mixture in the lineup of all ages all over, which is something that uh, uh, we really would like to see and try to do every year and do the best we can. Uh, excited to start the season against Victoria as well. Uh, friendly foe uh, early on in the season. Well, yeah, there's, if there's such a thing of friendly foe, I guess I guess you could say that. I, you know what? I don't mind the rivalry uh, between the two teams. I, I do think there is a bit of a rivalry. And mm-hmm. I, you know what? I don't think they like us and we don't like them. And it's always a competitive game. And, and certainly just across the river or across uh, what are the ocean there or the inlet, uh, you know, they, they had some things at the end of the year that they sort of had a social media campaign that sort of might have backfired on them. So, you know what, I, I think you remember those things, and, and these are games, this is a team that, you know what, you, you want to beat them. You definitely want to beat them. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Keep building off of last season and exciting new times for the Vancouver Giants. Uh, again, on our airwaves tonight, encourage you to go to Langley Event Center as well. If you can't listen, go to uh, VancouverGiants.com slash tickets. Uh, tonight, 7 o'clock, puck drop versus the Victoria Royals. Barclay, always love it. Uh, best of luck hey. tonight and uh, in the season. Thanks, guys, and, and everybody get out there. It's going to be a fun night at the Langley Event Center, and I, like I said, you're going to see some really, really good hockey here, and if you want to get your hockey fix early, get out there. All right? Absolutely. Uh, it's our guy, Barclay Parnetta, the People's GM. He's out for your Vancouver Giants GM. Again, also the Property GM. Got to trademark that one, too, for Barclay. Uh, tonight, again, uh, VancouverGiants.com slash tickets. On our airwaves, 6 o'clock as well. Uh, with Greg Ballack, Nathan Cantor, Bill Wilms. We'll have the call this evening. As Barkley mentioned, your hockey fix tonight on our airwaves and locally here uh, with the Vancouver Giants. All right, our new Friday segment. It's it's one of our favorite tasks as sport friends, just, just hanging out and reminiscing. And last year, or last week, we did uh, Chicago Bears wide receivers. Uh, this week, uh, for this edition of Guys Naming Dudes, uh, we we had a stat last week, but we have a sound clip this week, don't we, Dom? Have we got that? No. Should I rag the puck here for another yeah, uh, 45 sec. seconds? All right, so here's what we do every week. Grab your phones, have it ready for uh, 650-650 into the Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. You can text in. All we're doing is just uh, we're going to give you a prompt, and uh, we, we, we just reminisce about players that played for a team, an era, whatever it is. And there's some sort of uh, prompt that we got for you. And uh, here's here's a clip from the Old Man in Three podcast hosted by J.J. Redick. Of, uh, they were talking about uh, potential NBA destination cities. Let's exclude Seattle from this conversation. If you could add one team to any city in the NBA, what would that city be? In what year? Like right now today? Mm-hmm. Or when the fast planes come? 
This man is so funny. Bro. Go into that. Yeah, they got the they got the planes on the way. No, nah, no, nah, I heard it's supposed to get you to Europe in like three hours or something like that. Four yeah, hours, right? Global expansion. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Columbus, Ohio. I'll put the NBA team. All right, I'll put it in Nashville. Take it out of Memphis and put the team in Nashville. There you go. That worked. Okay. All right, there we go. I like it. I'm going. I'm going way left. Vancouver. I was going to say that. Back next. at Vancouver. Yes. Van- yeah. It was too early. It was too very too too early. Like you were, we were talking. Yeah. Canada yeah. has a culture now. Uh, Canada. You look at the FIBA squad. It's like the West Indies, um, Jamaicans. Like they've migrated and they've like Americanized Canada. Canada's ready. Like Vancouver is incredible. Bro, Vancouver's one of the greatest cities oh, in the world by far. It's incredible. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I was cool. gonna say that earlier, but Nashville. I feel like no disrespect to Memphis, yeah. but like I, I felt. I wonder about like Nashville, Austin. A lot of love from uh, JJ Redick, Andre Iguodala, Evan Turner on the Old Man in Three Pod, hosted by. Uh, JJ Reddick. Oh, yeah, this is music for guys naming dudes. So, hey, let's do it. Vancouver Grizzlies. Just reminisce guys naming dudes here. Big country. Yeah, I mean, that's a big one. I think the all time leader in uh, games played for the Vancouver Grizzlies. Pete Chilcutt. Oh, strong, strong. You know, I'll, I'll go Anthony Peeler. Dropping some threes. Anthony Peeler. That's before my time. Lee Mayberry. Bit. Lee Mayberry is a good one. This is all before my time. Oh, you know who I, uh, is a good one? A friend of the show, Tony Massenberg. Tony Massenberg? Greg Anthony played here, right? Greg Anthony Greg played. Anthony. G-Money, man. G-Money played here. Uh, who is the one uh, they drafted after Steve Francis? Another Maryland player? Obina Akizi. Oh, boy. There's like, hey, another Maryland player. Maybe that helps the transition. We'll just draft another Maryland guy. Obina Akizi uh, for guys naming dudes. Jamie Dodd wanted in on this. Uh, Felipe Lopez. Nice. J- Jamie does feel like a guy who would buy a 13 jersey. He'd be like, yeah. Felipe Lopez. That's my guy. I also like Stromile Swift. Sharif texting in. 650, 650. Sorry. Someone's texting <laughs> Sharif. Is Sharif. Texting, really? Yeah. Uh, not uh, uh, not uh, Sharif texting in. Is, has anyone texted Cherokee Parks yet? No. Cherokee Parks, fan favorite. We, we need to bring that name back. The best Grizzlies story stems from Derek Martin telling Michael Jordan, I cannot believe you're losing to the Grizzlies. Yeah. And then 19 points later yeah. in a row. Derek Martin. What about Otis Thorpe? The, the reason I remember Otis Thorpe, do you remember what the pick became for Otis Thorpe? So they trade for Otis Thorpe, and it was like the trade was done in 1997, I want to say, is when Thorpe was playing in Vancouver. And the pick ended up being a 2003 pick. And it was either for, I think it was the second overall pick. And it was Darko. Milicic? Yeah, that draft, LeBron, Bosch, Wade. That's what I remember Otis Thorpe for wow. more than anything. Is That pick ended up becoming the 2003 pick. Uh, what about Milt Palacio? Jeez. My favorite is uh, Family Guy Mayor of Quahog, Doug West. That's Adam West. Oh, yeah. Byron Scott. Byron Scott, strong one. Uh, this one. Uh, Eric Mobley. The, the dude with the long socks, Lawrence something, Lawrence Moten. Was he the, one that, wore, Moten, yeah. was he the one that wore long socks? Uh, let me double check. I, I thought Blue Edwards wore long socks as well. Roy Rogers. That's a drink. Good shout. Also, yes. Also a That's drink. like my favorite drink. Ben has to say Benoit Benjamin. Benoit Benjamin, man. Isn't it Benoit? 
Is it Benoit? It is Benoit. I, I thought it was Benoit. Tomato, tomato. Uh, Brent Price. Brent Price. Okay. I just like. I just love seven foot white guys. That's yeah. my. That's my wheelhouse. Michael Dickerson. Yeah. Coming into the inbox. I once watched a game. I think with a family member of Michael Dickerson's. Uh, Snuck down below. Antonio Daniels played here. Antonio Daniels. Marvel bad guy Roy Rogers. Yeah, we, we, we've mentioned Roy Rogers. Um, the thing is, is like it, it was here such a short time. There's not that many. There's not like hundreds of. I got a good players. one. There's sixty-two. That's it. Sixty-two. Duke Blue Devil. Bobby Hurley. Yeah, a lot of Bobby Hurley shouts coming in. Stromile Swift. Have you said Milt Palazzo? I, I just said him. Yeah. Because we didn't pronounce it correctly. How did I say it? Uh, Milt Palazzo. Yeah, I said Milt Palazzo. Yeah, we were supposed to say Milt Palazzo. Oh, so I'm not Dan Riccio. Yeah. Which, by the way, we have the video up now of uh, reaching yeah. Phil DiGiuseppe he's up been, at uh, the Instagram at Sportsnet 650. No love for Mike Bibby texted in. Yes, Mike Bibby. Uh, yeah. See, it, the thing, the whole point when guys name dudes, we'll accept Mike Bibby's submission, of course. Yeah. But the whole point is like, we, we want deep cuts. Man, all name team. Dijon Wheat. Strong. If, if the if he was on the team and the Grizzlies won a championship, Wheat Kings right there. Yeah. That's Wheat sick. Kings. Yeah, that could have been it. Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. Yeah. Uh Othella Harrington. Man. Some good- oh, um He played for Orlando. D three, Dennis Scott. Oh, we didn't manage Dennis Scott. Oh. It's a bad miss by our part. Eric Strickland. Strickland. Oh, oh man. Eric Lechner. Aaron Williams. Love Aaron Williams. Good power forward. Went on to play for the Nets, too, at some point, I think. Or he played for the Nets beforehand. I wish I wish we had a basketball team. Yeah, so do I. Hey, well, we got some uh some some, some NBAers caping for it. Roderick Rhodes. Nice. All right. Strong addition. Man, the inbox is just can't even keep up with all the names right now. This is the most passionate I've ever seen the inbox about basketball. I might start crying right now. We're here for it. Grant Long. Did we mention Grant Long? Yeah. Mookie Norris. This is great. Mucci Norris. Sounds like Mucci. Yeah. Mucci? Mucci. Yeah. Mucci Norris. Eight games. All right. Strong stuff in the inbox. Great addition. Another one of guys naming dudes. Love the music. Oh, some some ragtime piano right there. Reminiscing. Uh, good stuff in the inbox. Always bring it 650-650 to the Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. Always bring it too. These guys have great structure, good habits. Canuck Central, Dan Riccio, Satyar Shaw on the way live from Victoria. It's Friday afternoon. This is the People Show.